Hello, great and wonderful people. Praise the Lord. Another wonderful opportunity that God has given us to encourage one another through our daily inspiration as we handle the topic of a generous heart. It's my prayer that God has been able to minister to you, to encourage you and to strengthen you, even as we have been going through this topic of generosity. And today I want us to explore our topic by asking ourselves a question. Is there a fountain that you can dig today, that you can prepare today, that your children in days to come can drink from? I know many times we do things without necessarily having the future in mind. But as believers and people who have a relationship with God, it is important to make sure that we plant seeds from which our children will be able to, 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 to take fruits from. Because uh, one generation affects another. And whatever we do today will one we in one way or another affect the future of those who are coming after us. And in saying this, I'm reminded the story of David and Jonathan. Yesterday, we looked at the issue of uh, the, the story of David and Saul, how Saul tried to protect Jonathan from the influence of David, not knowing that a human's life is in the hands of God. Unfortunately, he wanted to preserve the kingdom at all costs for David. Saul and uh, Jonathan died the same day. And whatever he was trying to protect David from, David assumed the throne because God is in control. And today I want us to look into how we can influence the lives of our children through what we did today. Thank God because Jonathan had a generous heart and he treated David well. Although by that time when they were alive, Jonathan had everything working for him. He had all the privileges that you can imagine going his way. The scripture says when Jonathan died, died Jonathan died in war. And he left a young child whose name was Mephibosheth. And when the stories of uh, the, 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 the war reached the camp, when people are running away from the enemy, this son or this son of Jonathan was dropped by the maid who was taking care of him, unfortunately broke his legs. And as a result, he became lame. He became, he, he became invalid from that time going forth. Let me tell you, the father was not there. The father would have done anything for his child, but unfortunately he was not there. There was no relative who would have taken care of this son. And the scripture says they actually went to live somewhere that almost appeared like a slum. That is until David remembered the generous heart of Jonathan and how Jonathan had treated him kindly. And we read in the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 9 from verse 1, David asked, Is there anyone still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of Saul's household whose name was Ziba. And uh, they summoned him to appear before David. And the king said to him, Are you Ziba? At your service, he replied. The king asked, Is there no one still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness? Ziba answered the king, There is still a son of Jonathan. He is lame in both feet. Where is he? The king asked. Ziba answered, He is at the house of Machiel, son of Amiel. In Lodeba. So King David had brought him from Lodeba, from the house of Machiel, uh, son of Amiel. When Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, 
the son of Saul came to David. He bowed down to pay him honor. David said to Mephibosheth, at your service. He replied, don't be afraid. David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your glad father, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, what is your servant that you should not take notice of a dead dog like me? This is a future when Jonathan was not there. King Saul was not there. They did not have the, infer the, the inference of power, eh? the tappings of power that they enjoyed and the privilege they had when they were dead. And this is their grandson. But thank God because Jonathan had planted a tree of generosity and watered it. You remember when he was helping David escape from the love of his father. You remember when Jonathan would do anything to defend David. And this is payback time. My friend, even as you look at this story, I would wish you to look at your own life and ask yourself, is there something that you are doing today that your children or your descendants after you can be remembered for because of a generosity that you planted, because of a kindness that you showed out there? Could it be that child that you are helping today who one day will become a king like David, who will one day become an influencer like David and change the course of the lives of your children? What fountain can you dig today that your children will drink from? Could your children cast you one day from the grave because you are not kind-hearted? You did nothing thinking about their future and everything was concentrated about you today. It was all a question of me, myself, and I. God is challenging us to make sure that we have a generous heart. We do acts of generosity that can rebound not only in our lives, but in the lives of our children. Because whatever goes loud comes loud. And one day you may not be there. Jonathan was not there. His son was actually living in a slum, forgotten, far away from the trappings of power. He could not help himself. But thank God because of the seeds of kindness and generosity that his father Jonathan had planted. Because of that, David remembered him and told him, you're no longer living the slum out there. You'll come. You are lame. You cannot help yourself. But don't mind. I will take care of you. There is a God who is able to take care of your children when you will not be there. But you have a responsibility to make sure that today when you are strong, when you are alive, when you have the ability, you sow seeds of kindness, fruits, seeds of kindness that your children can eat their fruits thereof in days that are coming. God bless you. Let's pray together. Father, we are grateful because of speaking to us and encouraging us. Through this topic, we have been having about a grateful heart. And it is my, uh, my prayer that, Lord, you will help my brother and my sister to have a heart that is generous, a heart that can give out there, that can sow seeds of kindness from which our children that will come after us can drink from, can eat from. Just like Mephibosheth ate from the seeds of kindness and the generosity that his father, Jonathan, had sowed in the life of David. Help us to know that every cause has an, has an effect and the seeds that you are planted today and whatever we are doing today, one day it shall come back to us and it will cause our children either to be remembered for goodness or their loving father to be remembered and feel sad about it. May you help us to sow seeds of kindness that you may remember when we are not there 
and bless not only our children, but the children after them. I bless my brother and my sister. And I pray that even as we have discussed this topic, that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you will work in our hearts and encourage us, dear loving Father, to walk humbly with you and to be of generous hearts. Thank you for speaking to us. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. I'm grateful that you joined me today for this particular inspiration. May God bless you. May God encourage you. You are a blessing. And I appreciate you have been together with me today. Thank you.